Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we can keep in touch. Like they did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. Getting to the winner's out. That's coming right, at coming you. at you. That's on the ones and twos. That's Patrick Keaton. <laughs> Hi, buddy. How are you? I'm good. How was your week? <laughs> <laughs> it was phenomenal. I love when we bunch these up. I bought an iPad Mini, and I'm not going to, not an iPad Mini. I bought an iPad, uh, the newer iPad. No, iPads. you made me want to get It's an 11 one. inch or whatever it is, 11.9. I don't know what it is, but. Fuck, it's fun. We should get Apple to sponsor us. They won't. Oh, okay. They just won't. I'm All a right. negative Nancy. They won't. Don't. I don't want a negative Nancy. Well, they won't. Well, I want a rip Rory. Nah, not today. Come on. Things are just too much. <laughs> uh, hey, we've got some reviews. Some people take Kick off it. that sweatshirt. You got a zipper so it's easy for you. Can't go over my headphones. Hey. <laughs> okay. Oh, I just realized that you have a uh, T-shirt on that has a record on it. I yep. have one that has a record on it, too. And someday, I bet we wear the same shirt together. All right. All right. Here we go. Ready? Dan's a weird gambler. Go I ahead. Am. I'll bet on anything, dude. I bet you we wear that shirt at the same time. Hit it. Hit it. Ripsville, USA. This is a five-star review because people are leaving us reviews. Hashtag grow the show. Hashtag grow the show. Put Leave that a review on in iTunes. your review. Rate, review, spread. Did you right. tell five people? Right. Tell five more this week. You Care else, about us. You know what else I would like? What? Uh, give us, when you send us your letter or whatever, like, let us know who is the pen pals you told. You don't have to give us first names. Give us nicknames. I don't care. Yeah. Send us a pic of you and the pen pals at work that you got yeah. into this show. Grow the you show. If you work anywhere, I'm talking uh, Marshall's store. I'm talking Petco. I'm talking a bar on a Friday night, and you're in control of whatever people listen to, put on pen pals. Thank you. Play when, pen pals at a bar on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least play the winter sound song. 
If you're a DJ and you roll into if you're a DJ and thing? you're a listener, or if you work at a radio station, or if you are a uh, bartender and you have some control over the music, yep. Start playing some winter sounds. Uh, just do it. Hashtag the winter sounds. Hashtag grow the show. Okay, here we go. Ripsville, USA, five stars by Narchar. G N A R C H A R. This show is a rip roaring good time and will make going hashtag F2F easier for everyone. Hashtag grow the show. Good. I like loved it. it. I you. loved it too. Uh, love letters, five stars by Quigley Wiggly. Hashtag grow the show. Hashtag F2F. Hashtag RRGT. Hashtag, <laughs> ready for this one? So many Because of you. And the next one you haven't thought of in weeks. Hashtag accept and swallow. Oh, that, man. Okay, here we go. Two witty, sweet friends talking about stuff, fun stories, and thoughts on a variety of topics. Uplifting and lovely podcasts from two of my favorites. I'm happy this exists. Oh, that's sweet. Let's do one more. One more. Great pod. <laughs> that's it. I know. Great pod at greatpod.com. You know I started it, so I'm going to read it. And it is a five star, but I don't think they wrote hashtag go the show. So good on you by Matthew Felix because you snuck one in. When my grandmother passed away two summers ago, one of the last things she told me was that I should listen to the Pen Pals podcast. Looking back now, I find it strange that she knew what this podcast was. I mean, it didn't exist two years ago. Anyway, I guess that's just the kind of person she was. Five stars. I like that grandmother. Thanks, Matthew Felix. Uh, She's out of the simulation now. Remember last week? (laughs) Do you remember last week's episode? I, I love that you think that there's a chance you wake up and take it off. Yeah. You don't so you're not going matrix that you're just being harvested and once you die they spit you into the furnace. Oh, that would be fine too. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you gonna, I mean, what honestly live, you know can what? you do? Live your best sim. Yes. Live, live this, your best sim right live now. Live your best simulation. Hashtag Live your best simulation. No, that's too long. If that there's anyone if there is ones. a die-hard listener cuz I know I won't do this. Okay. But if we're going to do a little comp- little contest for the most die-hard listener, send us a an email, or you know, however you want to contact right. us uh, at thepinpalspod at gmail.com or at thepinpalspod at gmail.com. Uh, send us every single hashtag we've ever established so we can start creating the master list of all the hashtags. It's long. And it's Someone all you. who submits I don't think that, I've ever, I don't think I've made one. Whoever submits that to us first, we will crown uh, the most dedicated fan for a month. So far. Yeah. <laughs> We'll probably mention you in every episode. Okay, before we for get one in, month. Before we get into these letters, guess what, Roy? What? We got a letter from Harry. Yeah. Harry created shirts for us. And I just have you gotten a chance to look at them? I don't think so, no. Look oh, at wait, these. Oh wait, no, maybe I did. Look at these from Harry. Oh yeah, I did see them. Those are great. I know. Yeah, yeah. Face to face on the front. Says I go face to face. A Daniel Vaniel Canyon experience, so obviously I'm not endorsing that logo. I love the rip roaring good times. It is. That I like a lot. But the problem is, is, buddy, Harry, I appreciate you. I love that you're one of our pen pals. But remember, it has to be two separate merch. There's no way you could have them both at the same time. you got to go one before the other. Yeah. Anyways. I oh, just, you, can't, you don't think they could be on the same thing? How could you get the face-to-face? You haven't even gone RGT. Here's what I think. I think that means you're in. If you have the face-to-face and on the back, I'm thinking that means you've passed both of them. I'm not saying we're going to go with these right here. I love what Harry did, though. I think this is. I love your brain. But I'm thinking trucker hat, kind of like what both of us are wearing right now. That's the rip roaring good time. Oh, the shirt. That way you can you can get the shirt if you've gone F2F. 
Once we verify and you've you've passed, do you think, then you uh, can get the hat. Do you think Harry's okay with us posting his work on our Instagram so people can see it? Yeah, we're definitely going to. All right, we're going to post this. Thanks, uh, if you're listening now, head to the uh, Pen Pals Instagram. It should be up today. And it should be up there. Uh, but if it's not and you're listening to this, uh, feel free to leave an aggressive comment about how <laughs> no, it's don't. not up there yet and really put us in our place. Folks, uh, I think it's time to uh, go to the letters, Daniel. Let's do it. We're here. Wow. We made it. I love it over here. Now, when you got, I noticed that you ran a little faster than I did because I think you've been working out and I haven't. Um, well, did you already grab a letter? Who's up first I do. here? Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. You really ran fast. Good for you. I'm working on it. Yeah, no, Those I gas. I, I watched. You took time. off. I was like, Jesus. I got to get my gasser time down. Yeah. Down. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hashtag yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be one now. Hi, Rory and Dan. Best letter of the day. Dan and Rory. Dairy and Ron. Well, you know what? I'm not against Ron at all. I like it how simple <laughs> I'm not it against is. Dairy. I like how simple it all is. D-A-R-O-I. Dairy. Okay. Big fan of the show. I really appreciate both of your ability to approach a heavy subject that many of us can relate to, finding levity and humor, while also being genuinely thoughtful and sincere in your advice. Also, need to note that overlooking barbecue ribs in the Ratio Foods episode is criminal. Well... Yeah, that is a bad. That it's Where up there with that wings. That's with wings. It is up there with wings, but I do believe that we're right to be called out for that. I don't know. Also, I've eaten ribs. Is a delicious ribs. Ribs is, ribs When's is last a good time one. You crushed some ribs not that long ago. Really? Yeah, I need to be going vegan. I want to go vegan, but I keep getting sucked in. <laughs> well, what if you go? What if you go eighty twenty vegan? <laughs> I don't know, more 70-30. Ooh, you do hear those two a lot. Not a lot of 90-10, though. <sighs> I like when we do... Uh, you really don't get a lot of 90-10. Right. Uh, I'm not going to say which one it was, cause, but I like when we do callbacks without acknowledging it. Yeah. Well, the fans know. They know. The real ones. I would like to share a relationship story and ask for your insight. Sorry if it's a bit long. Well, you control it. You yeah, and also it. you already knew very early on that it'd be long. For background, my girlfriend and I have been together for almost two years now. She and I met about five months before I was slated to leave to go to Germany to finish my master's. We got to see each other. Uh, we got to see each other about once a month, but the distance was hard. I live in France, but is still a ways away. We got to spend about a month together right before I began an internship and had to leave again, this time only two and a half hours away, so weekend visits were possible, but we could pretty much only do every other week. I ended up getting hired after the internship and now setting roots up in a small city. She recently left to study in Spain. These people are all over the map, literally. How did they meet? She recently left to study in Spain about four and a half hours away from me, and although the distance is smack dab in the too close to fly, too long to drive bracket, we try to plan visits whenever we can. The issue is what is to come. We did the math the last time we saw each other and have figured out over two years we have fought, we have physically been together for around seven months. She has one year left and this can uh, after this one and can probably finish remotely and will move in with me where I am. She has expressed a desire to do a master's in a big city. I live in a small surf town on the coast. She is talking about London or the U.S., but she is unsure at this point 
should probably mention she's 24, I'm 29. I don't know why, but okay. I don't want to present Thank her Thank God with... that was mentioned. I know. He said, <laughs> so she wants to finish her last year in a city and he lives in a surf town. I'm going to edit that for you, buddy. I don't want to present her with an ultimatum, but it's pretty much coming down to this on its own. After joining me next year, she will have to choose between staying with me or leaving again to pursue her dreams. And at a greater distance, I am not sure the relationship will hold. I've been upfront with her about my desire to marry her, but I don't want to have... So he wants to marry her, Rory. But I don't want to have the guilt of keeping her from achieving what she needs to begin her career. I also selfishly... Don't think I want to keep up a long-distance relationship where I only see her every few weeks. I'm trying to look to the immediate future and us finally living together next year, but it's the after that that weighs on my mind. Would really appreciate your thoughts. Sincerely, you can call me Jarvis. P.S. Please tape a live show. P.P.S. I'm an American living in France and she is French. P.P.S. Come Visit. Okay. okay. Uh, right out of the gate, I want to hit up something. Uh, to Jarvis? Well, or, to, okay. to everybody. Okay. Uh, just so everyone knows this, it is Dan and I's uh, full intention to take this show on the road and yep. do this. Yep. But With you. With you guys. Yeah, like we want to do it full on. We'll probably make it where we do some stand-up uh, on a separate show. So yep. we, there might be some cities... If it can facilitate it, where we're kind of there for two you nights might be to able kind to of do package two deal things, yeah. Where you're like the co-headlining yeah. show of us, and then you get a yeah. night of pen pals. So the thing that we're like, the thing that we're not struggling with, but we're a newer podcast. So what we're doing is figuring out one, what is our live show, and hashtag two, we got to grow the show. But we have to grow the show so that when we do go on the road, we have an idea of what venues we can play and how many tickets we can sell so that it's financially beneficial for us. You yeah. know, that, that it, it is our income. So we have to like figure out how to, if we're going to buy flights and get hotels Dude, and do food and all Look this stuff. Look how upfront you are with our well, friends. Well, they, no, they, need, they need to know. They need to know it. like our That's intention is to like, we love coming in the studio and doing this. It's a lot of fun and reading these letters. I love doing this podcast, but make no mistake, we we will be overjoyed to do sure. this live with you and actually see what you're laughing at and like how you're enjoying it with us oh, and yeah. get into some like some heavy heavy letters, but also bring some guests with us that and like the live show won't be identical to what we're doing here. There will be such a different element to it, given the fact that it is a show that we are performing yeah. and giving to people. So, yeah, make no mistake. We do intend... I, I'm, I'm saying this because a lot of people have messaged saying you guys should take this on the road. Right. That is our intention, but we can't necessarily do it until, one, we organize how we're going to do it, yep. and, two, feel that we are getting a certain number of downloads and, like, looking at regionally where we're getting downloads and who's into it, which is why we say help us grow the show, because... It's not just like, hey, go campaign for us. Right. It's basically, hey, tell other people that might actually like this yeah. to listen to us because we want to keep doing it. It isn't like, hey, go tell people they should listen to our show. Dan and I want to be rich. It's literally like, hey, go tell people to listen to our show. We would come and love to do a live show if we knew a lot of people yeah. around there were like listening also, to it. Classic so. Rory working backwards. Just working backwards. Yeah, you love a backwards. I just wanted to hit work. that right out of the gate. Uh, you should. Um, so, guys, we'd love to. Yeah. This one's a tough one. I'm not going to lie. This is a tough letter because he long wants to distance marry her. relationships been together are two not, years. They're not easy. And they've been doing it for two years and he wants to marry her. Yeah. 
it, it, but here's the thing too. Like I think you gotta really cohabitate. Well, that's before you get married. I'm a big believer in that. They're gonna get to for a year. Yes, and then she wants to go big city or U.S. Yeah, he loves small surf town. Yeah, and and today I think people you ought to remember like whoever you are today. You're not necessarily going to be that person tomorrow. Right. Your interests change. In life changes. Your friendships change. Your relationships change. You change. Yep. And so if you're like, ah, you know what? I'll never leave New York City. I'm a big city part. You might one day be like, I can't believe I want to live on the outskirts of Boise. Yeah. But you do. Yep. And then you go do that. And then maybe there you end up meeting. So You know what I mean? You just can't predict who you're going to be at what time I in your life. I think that's great advice. Ryan. You don't know. Because you... You c- and be upfront about that. Yeah. Say like, you know what? Yes, in a few months you're going to be done, and you're going to be able to do that remotely, so you can move in with me to finish your schooling. Right. And and let's have a year together. Yeah. I don't know that I want to move to London or to L.A. or New York, where, where I'm assuming she said big city there. Right, big yeah, city yeah. would probably be U.S. too. But like, he be upfront with her. Yeah. And say like, hey, I here's where I'm at. Yeah. I don't want to end this. Maybe by the end of that year, when you're ready to go big city, I'll be ready for a change too. Yeah. However, the reason I'm saying all this is because I might not be. Yeah. And I just want us, if worst case scenario is we break up, I want to have looked back on this year that we had every day together and yeah. say that was great. Yes. And that's being an adult about it. Here's what I think they're going to get out of that year. Jarvis. Um, Jarvis, I think what you're going to get out of that year is if you guys, and he said they're both going to be living together for a year. Yeah, because she can do her final year of schooling yeah. together. So I, I think what you're going to get out of that year is you're going to find like how committed and how much you really do enjoy each other. Because one benefit that my wife and I, I feel like, had, mm-hmm. and I think why we're still together and why I think we're still a good couple, is that for the first... Uh, Maybe the first five years, we've been together for 14, 13, 14, like the first five years of it. You didn't speak? Well, we never looked at each other and we never knew each other. Uh, So you find a lot out later. There's a lot (laughs) of surprises. I I would go on the road a lot and we were like living together in New York. I was leaving all the time. Like I, so we spent a lot of time apart, not necessarily like these two, but I would be gone for. Sure. One month, two months, three months, all straight, and like us just talking on the phone. You know, it was you like did we were, three months straight gone. I went one time five months. No worry. I went out on the road. Was that the like, Canada one? Uh, there's more than likely some Canada mixed in there. But you like when we were leaving New York, months, I kind of left early and just kept going. Um, yeah, you start to go really crazy. Oh um, yeah, literally every uh, service member. You know, I know that the 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 three day weekend yeah, <laughs> to yeah, yeah. honor honor the service members was uh, a couple weeks ago, but no joke. It is with great appreciation the mental sacrifice that you make when you are stationed elsewhere and you don't see your family and all those things. Like yeah. that's why going back to what I said, like last week was like you know the 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 anti troop thing is wrong. People do support right, right. the troops knowing that it is a great sacrifice that sure. you are making, and it's like. You know, thank you for doing that and whatever. Um, but you're saying, but, five but I do appreciate yeah. because that you there is a mental element of that. There's a lot of mental strength to be away from people, and me just going out and do. And I was like having fun. I wasn't like stationed somewhere. I wasn't <laughs> right. in Afghanistan. Right. I was like out smoking pot and eating junk food and right. doing stand up shows and drinking and having the time of my life. And you still start to go a little crazy because you're so detached. Yeah. Um, 
I think when I got into stand-up, that you just get getting tethered out, and eventually the tether snaps, and you're just fully oh, separated, like and you're just George out Clooney there. And gravity. Yeah, you can't get back. That's how I feel. There's a part of me that feels that way. Yeah. Um, Road dogs. But uh, but going back to this, I think in that year you're gonna learn uh, a lot about each other, how you fight, how you feel. Just know that if there is friction early on and you're cohabitating, don't assume it means you're not a good couple. Right. Just know that when you have to cohabitate in. with anyone, mm-hmm. there's a give and take of, 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 of how you live, and you have to be willing to make those sacrifices to find middle ground. And finding middle ground with people is not an easy task, even when you are perfectly matched. It doesn't mean it's easy to find where your right. middle ground is of what your relationship is and how you live together. Living together is very difficult. So... My one tip in that that year is know that, know that you're going to get into fights and don't assume, ah, we were wrong this whole time. Right. We're not, oh, we well, we worked well because we were long distance and now we can't be together because obviously it doesn't work. Don't don't buy into that right away. But you do believe stay together even though you see a breakup on the horizon? Well, we don't know if there's a breakup but on no, the horizon. But he's saying that's what he sees. So, you, and you're saying yeah. that might be an uh, illusion that isn't there I think when he has you a, get there. I think he sees that because he has a fearful future. He has a, or a fearful idea well, of where they're going to go live. because it, it hurts. He's, he's looking at what the negative could be so that he can today start mentally coping with the thing that, that he thought it would happen. Do you keep that to yourself or do you bring that dialogue no. in with the other if person? You want this, if you want this relationship to be successful, you have to fully open up and give all of those things. And I think if you if you openly explain what your fears are of what you think might happen in the relationship, you're merely you're merely saying I love you in a different way. If you're mm-hmm. like, oh I fear that we're gonna break up, it's like I know that sounds negative, but it's actually very heartwarming. Like, oh, I, I enjoy this so much. It's like, uh, you know, not to be negative, but like when we talked about your grandmother and be like, oh, she came out to visit. And, yeah. you know, you, you, people get older and you're going to lose people. Yeah. And going, oh, one day I'm going to lose my grandmother. That's not negative. You're saying I love you. I love you so much. I'm telling you that and I fear I was putting, that day. I you was know? purposely putting new great memories in the bank. Yes. Because eventually I know that I'm not going to get any new deposits. Yes, which goes back to your point a second ago where you go, you know, I think you got to just enjoy it knowing that, that it could. maybe it goes away. And, it, and the thing is it could go away. And she maybe maybe there's a part of her that wants to live in a big city now because she's 24. Or maybe it's, she's just like, no, I'm wired for that and I want to live that way though my whole life. And maybe he's 29 so he likes a sleepy beach town. But, yep. you know, maybe he turns 31 and suddenly he doesn't want that. Like that's what I mean when I say you don't really know – what you both want or what you both don't want, but you do have to openly have these discussions and really figure out that year together because, you know, if you do decide that we are going to commit to each other with these bigger decisions of where to live and how to live together, you know, if you're truly in love, then they won't seem like big decisions because you'll just go, well, I can't live without you, so let's figure out what the solution is. I always say when you're in a committed, like a real strong committed relationship – or a marriage or whatever, you can start out every fight or every big decision uh, that could be a little you know, rocky to figure out everything with the first question. Is your number one goal that we keep doing this? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then have your fight. Knowing, both of you knowing, it's we're not breaking up yes. over yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're saying like, no matter where we live, are we staying, like, are we committed to this, right? Yeah. And if the person goes, yeah, 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 no matter what, there's us. Be like, okay, then let's figure out 
Yeah. What are like? Are we going to live in one place for a couple years and then live in another place for a couple years? You know what? There's no fucking rules. You yeah. want to live in a new city every three years and you're happy? Sure. Do it. And if you can make it happen. And if you can make it happen, you know, do work it. is a, work and career. Here's the thing too. They're right in the thick of uh, career, like you know, 24 and 29 today. Mm-hmm. The, that you're right in the thick of. Uh, you know, big time career decisions. If you if you know what you want to do, right? You know, she if she's studying, uh, if she has one more year of school that she can do remotely, and she's like, I'm very aware that I want to like do this particular thing with my life and with my career. You have to you have to foster that as well. You can't go, yes, but I I love someone so much, I'm going to put my career on the back burner. That, in my personal opinion, if it is your if your career has something to do with like something you are very passionate about. And you are driven to to do like just for instance me with stand up comedy, I I do have this passion for it and this this curiosity about it and this love uh, for it and I do have to that that's also fostering a relationship with yourself is caring about your career when you go yeah. yes but I don't want to put my career in front of this person that I love it's not that the career is the thing it's you 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 yourself is saying is has these drives and these passions and these wants and you have to f- take care of that also you can't just it, it's difficult because you can't just slide your career aside and go well who cares i love dan i want to be with dan forever so i'm not going to worry about my career but there is a world where you go yeah i do i do love dan but i do also love my right. career and it's like yes because you also love yourself and the thing that you yourself are passionate about and it's not it, it's not easy when you can't just go, all right, well, let's all just shift and move and figure it out as we go. I'm very fortunate that me and my wife are in this the same gonna, genre of like you though, of Ryan. career where, you know, she, I, I'm a stand-up. I act. She acts. She, you know, yeah. d- she, she's written some things. Like, we both live in this world of kind of the same job. So it isn't like she's suddenly like, yeah, but I want to own thinking- a coffee shop. Uh, outside of Boise, I'm just Man, gonna always reference that. Boise. Hashtag outside of Boise. Uh, I want to own a coffee shop outside of Boise, and I'm like, yeah, but our career is we need to be in these places. It's not like that. But you like, said, we're but I think I, I agree with you though, because like you put that thing of like, oh, the, you know, when I said, do you want to keep doing this? That that's something maybe you would do with somebody who's like an all timer, like an all timer relationship. You maybe get three yeah. or four of those in your life. Maybe you get one, right? But when it is something you're super passionate about, like, what if your wife said to you, I need you to quit doing comedy for this marriage? Right. Could you do it? I don't think so. Me either. But I'd say, but, I'd say but you're asking me to not be me. Right. This isn't you. You're not saying quit. Sure. Quit blockbuster. Sure. Because you don't want to live in the town with the blockbuster anymore. What you're you're literally saying to me? Yeah. Don't be you anymore. Right. But that. But the reason why that. Uh, and I and I love that as uh, a hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. But the reason why it's not a, it's not a difficult question is because the person that you have that relationship that you're like, oh my god, I'm so crazy about this relationship. That question would never even happen because that person would be fully aware that sometimes your career isn't your career. It's it's you. It's what you do. It's who you are. Right. And so someone goes, well, don't be a comic. It's like. You're asking me to then what is it that you like about me? Because you're literally like, hey, delete you so that you can be this right. version of you that right. I want you to be. I know. Then it's so easy because you're like, well, obviously I don't want to be with that person. Right. Um. So yeah, I I, I think these two people are Jarvis. kind of going to find themselves at a crossroads, 
And I don't think it's negative. I don't think where they've got, I, I think the fact that they've sustained two years long distance, done the math and realized they've only been together seven months yeah. and they're still pushing, they clearly have something. They still love each other's company. Something sure. about the two of them is, very strong connection is giving them joy and and they're still riding this wave together despite the fact that they have been apart very great distances. Yeah. And if there is a time that you are going to focus on yourself and build the foundation of what it is that you do and want to do with your life, they're doing it at the age that you really should consider doing it. You know, some people don't discover the things that maybe they're passionate about till later in life. Right. And then they have a whole other story. Not that it's the timing isn't right or wrong. But I would say if I was 24, and I was when I got into stand-up, I was very focused on stand-up and setting this foundation of what my life's work would be that created income, but also gave me joy to have the knowledge that I created things that people, you know, were attracted to, to like listen to or whatever. Um, They're at that age where you have to foster that. And I think having this year together is is kind of fantastic to realize like oh well i i also would say this at the end of that year don't go well fuck, i couldn't convince her to move don't to make this place that. don't don't make it that i would say appreciate this year figure out if it grows your relationship and you feel stronger a stronger bond and know that that's going to carry you through whatever the next phase is right. but don't look at it like when this year ends you guys have to have an ultimatum of where you're going to be. You're still very young and can sort it out. All that matters is what Dan said before. Do you want this to, is your top priority this working? Right. And if the answer is yes, that doesn't mean the decision has to be, well, then we need to live in the same city right now. No, but it does mean that you're saying eventually when the timing is right, right. we will. And you know what, though, I say? Accept that, accept also don't, I'm not saying worry. I'm not saying plan negatively, but accept also that it might not work out. Exactly. But the, here's the yes. thing I say about worry. Worry is paying a debt that may, may never be owed. And so you're worried that at the end of that year, you're not going to want to live in the same place. So you're going to pay the debt right now and cut it off. Yeah. Or think maybe you should be. And I'm saying don't. Be, yeah. be, in, be able to tell yourself like, hey, you know what, babe? You're going to come here for a year. I think it's going to be the best year of our life, yeah. uh, maybe period, but also definitely relationship-wise. Let's do it. We'll figure that out when the ends. Is that cool with you? I just want to have a great time. Yeah. And then when that comes, I don't know if I've asked this before, but the, have you seen, you've seen La La Land? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The end of La La Land. Right. You had two people who, spoiler alert, you had two people who got what they wanted but yes. couldn't be together to do it. Right. Yeah, sometimes yeah. that's life. Yeah. That's life. And that's, so that's so life. Take this year. Yeah. Don't make it pressure. Like you that was key too, dude. Don't try and like sell yeah. her on this beach town the whole fucking year. Yeah. Just live it. And when it's done, ask her what she wants to do. And you know what? Ask yourself. Because yeah. that answer might be different than it is today. And also, and I would also say look at it this way. Don't and this goes in the line of what Dan is saying. Don't look at your relationship like Yes, but at some point we live together, and at some point we get married, and at some point we have kids. Just look at what you have right now. Yep. Are you in a relationship that makes you happy? Mm-hmm. And are and if you are, don't, look at it and go, oh, well, I, I wish we were in the same city because I think that would make me happier. Then figure out how to work towards that 
with blind faith of yep. like this sort of like, well, I'm just in love. So I'm going to work towards, I'm going to walk with funny? my eyes closed. After last week, today you are saying, here's one area to have a little blind faith. I, I think in this area. You, but you know what? You've also asked questions. Yes. So you're you, doing both. Yeah. I think you have to do both. Yep. I, I think in the other where it was a little bit more like, what are the elements of our existence? Yeah, right, right, right. I think when it's this, when it's love and a relationship, I think you do have to walk into it going like, all right, well, I'm just going to keep walking. And let's just see where we end up. But what I do know is that I do like walking with, with you. you. And to the point where you go, fuck, I love this so much. I wish we lived together. Don't assume that one day you won't. Don't yeah. assume that one day you will. Just right. know that right now you are happy in a relationship. And some people never experience that. Yep. And you're getting to experience it. And however you're experiencing it is changing you and helping you grow today. Yep. Today is today. And you've got a year coming up together. Don't have any expectations. Just know, fuck, this is what I wanted. So now it's here. Yep. And enjoy it. And see what happens. And, and see what happens. And I'll say this finally to you. At the end of that year, it might it might not work out. It might suck. Yeah. But, but give yourself enough. But don't live your life that way. Brevity to say, that was a, that was a great time in my life with that person. And yes. I'll always have that with them. Yes. Or maybe it'll keep going. All right. Thank you for the letter, Jarvis. Sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel Van When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girl Strip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Huh? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life, so there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. All right, we are back, buddy. Folks, we're back. We are. <laughs> Did you miss us? Back. You miss us during all that ad chat? 
<laughs> Thanks for joining us after ad chat. We call right. that ad chat. Okay. Dan and I, just during, so you guys know, like when those ads are uh, popping up, let's not bullshit. It's obviously pre recorded. We step out and we smoke a ton of cigarettes, mm-hmm. like cool DJs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool radio Do you think DJs. Sm- smoking is cool. I think smoking is the worst thing you can fucking do. <laughs> There's obviously like way worse, but right, right, right. It, it's horrible. But my God, does it look cool. 100%. I Oof. am right there with looks you. so fucking cool. It does. Mm. It right. looks cool. <laughs> That's a show. Should we... Uh, <laughs> I hang up. Now that we're back from our cigarette break, should we jog over to letters? Yes, do it. Let's do it. I try to keep up, but I can't. You're too fast. You can catch up. I don't run gassers, dude. I run fuelers. I grew up in England. What? Well, hey, what was your? <laughs> I do petrolers. When you were college soccer in it, was that your? Was that was that one of your keys? Your speed? Were you a fast guy? On I was the... a fast guy. You it's really fast. were. It's fast. Yeah. I think I'm still pretty fast. I bet you are. Even I... out of shape, I think. I'm I told quick. you I want to do. I want to do the great comedy race. We will. We will. We'll get it organized. We'll figure it out. Do you think? Like, I'd be surprised. Like, what if Ryan Sickler beat us both? I bet he would. You do? I bet you, you. Have you ever played tennis with Larson? He can move. Larson is an athlete. I know. That dude moves. I know. He keeps wanting to get in shape. I keep trying to keep him down. I don't want to fucking lose. <laughs> All right. You got your letter? I got my letter, folks. Will Let's read it, dip Jimmy? into it. Hello, friends. Very Hi. neutral, peaceful start. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Uh, this, the subject line here is, uh, friendship and addiction. Here we go. Mm. By the subject line, I think you can tell this isn't the happiest of topics. In some... <laughs> Maybe it is. Who knows? We're addicted it does to have friendship in there. <laughs> that's the only way, that's how we interpret it. <laughs> All right, someone who loves friends, here we go. Uh, in some, my best friend is an alcoholic and I have no idea how to help her. Oof. She is in complete denial and extremely defensive when the subject is even broached. We are both children of alcoholics. It's one of the bedrocks upon which our friendship was founded 15 plus years ago, and it makes me all the more concerned. She doesn't drink constantly. She's the kind of drunk that once they start, they can't stop. She drinks until she blacks out and goes dead behind the eyes. And myself, or whichever friend is with her, has to take her home and essentially become her babysitter. She isn't at all phased about blacking out on a routine basis, and honestly, I'm scared for her safety. I'm scared for her health, and I just don't know how to handle this. As her friend, this is in my wheelhouse. Yes? Our mutual good friend has told me this is something that her family should handle and to just deal with it. She has a very high-profile job and seems to have it all together on paper, but she's an absolute fucking mess. I don't want to lose the incredible person that she is. Have either of you had to talk to a friend about this? Love, Claire. Man, this one's deep. Mm -hmm. This is a deeper. I want to know what her high-profile job is. Is it Mariska Hargitay? Let's try to guess who we think it might be. And by the way, who is that? Law and Order SVU. Okay. Marisha Hark. Hashtag As Dan and I often do when we get letters that uh, fall into a little more serious uh, zone. Yep. Just our usual disclaimer <laughs> to completely. We are professionals. We <laughs> fucking no, know. Dan, no. Dan, no. We are textbook. <laughs> Dan, you're ruining it. We don't know shit about dick. <laughs> so you have written a letter. As you know, you know this. 
You're 80-20. You've written a letter to two entertainers who are comedic, and yes, we get very serious letters, and yes, we love them, and yes, they're very important, and they need to be talked about, and this is a fantastic letter. But again, Mm -hmm. before we even deep dive into this discussion, we are not professionals, so you have to take that with a grain of salt who you've reached out to about this situation. This is just our opinion, and that is all that it is. Mm -hmm. So point blank, I would say, you know, Yes, let's continue to listen to what we're about to say, but it doesn't hurt to reach out to someone who maybe lives in the professional world of dealing with. This is no doubt uh, a unique situation to you, Claire, but this is not a very unique situation for everybody. I feel like this is yeah. sort of a textbook. A how do I organize an intervention? Yeah. What are the? How do you do it? Um, and so that's where I'm going to start with what uh, what my answer is. Okay. First off, you don't want to lose this friend. So I think you got to know that you either do something or you you do lose this friend. Already you're emotionally losing your friend. I mean, mm-hmm. you're wondering what the fuck. I'm tired. They're losing you. And I get it. And they're losing you. I mean, you're tired of babysitting. Your friend blacks out. I fucking get that completely. I've had uh, people in my life that do that when they drink. They just drink and they drink. And then at the end of the night, you you can't fucking enjoy your time because you just have to yep. take care of them. That's not healthy for you even. It's definitely mm-hmm. not healthy for the relationship, but that's not even healthy for your joy of soaking up, you know, the good times that are your life. Being like, well, tonight I want to care about me. I want to have fun for me. You can't when you're constantly, you know, every now and then you obviously got to chip in and help people out and it's you kind of sure, don't see it coming. Right. You know, I've been the problem. I've blacked out and people had to take care of me. And you go, oh, fuck, sorry about last night. And they're like, yeah, we were trying to have fun. But you're like, yeah, well, if I did it every time, I'd see that you probably wouldn't talk to anymore. That's the exception, not the job. So uh, very quickly, and as you know, I like to work backwards, but Mm -hmm. you did throw out there that a friend was like, ah, her family should handle it. I don't know that that's necessarily the case if you're telling me that you both come from your children of alcoholics. I don't know. And that's the bedrock. Yeah. I mean, I would say maybe it's a discussion with the family if you think that uh, her parents or one of them, whoever the alcoholic is or both, went through a process and has come out, you know, golden on the other side to be like, all right, I got through alcoholism and this is what I did. Then I would say, I don't know that there's a better person to talk to. But if her parents never sorted out their issue with alcoholism, I would say that maybe they're not the best resource. (laughs) In fact, in that case, I'd say we're probably a better resource. Um, but I don't know. I don't know her family. No, I don't are. know their current situation. We're usually a better resource. I think you're not wrong. <laughs> or right, even. <laughs> um, but this one's tough. Do you do you directly relate to this? Well, first do you all, have this situation? First have of you all, had? I want to say, for anybody who's unaware, there are many different types of alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely one of them. I think even... Uh, a, a man who barely ever comes up in our show, Stephen King, mm-hmm. he, in his book on writing, talks about where he found out he was an alcoholic because it was he was the same deal. If he, when he finished drinking, he would have to pour out the rest of the beer into the sink because otherwise he would lay in bed thinking about the beer. It's and, an OCD sort of thing. Because he can't, he, yeah. well, he's just, you, you either drink them all or you don't drink any. Yes. And so he was that like what she's describing here where she was saying that like, it was just that type of drunk that doesn't know. I think Stephen King even says in the books, like, for the, for, for the life of me, I'll never understand why someone would have just one drink. Yeah. You either, like, get completely fucked up or you just stay home. Yeah. Or get fucked up at home. Yeah. So, yeah, I've seen some of this. I think that it's, like, with all things, any conversation you want to have with somebody can be nowhere near 
the epicenter of it happening. Yeah. So you need to like Saturday morning. Well, that might be rough after Friday night, but you need to like pick a time that says, "Hey, can we get together?" That's Tackle if it. You're, yes, yeah. that's if you're gonna take it on. Yeah. But I don't know, like. The number it's a joke, dude, but the number one thing into into solving your problem is admitting you have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah. isn't an intervention set up to get the person to admit they have a problem? I think so. I think uh, I mean my assumption is that an intervention is the in many ways, I guess sort of the the usual first step. Admit I, you and have I, and a I think and I think I I assume again, uh that an intervention is like, well, here's all these people who love you, and we're hoping that this sort of yeah, missile, yeah. this missile you that have we're a problem just shooting something at you about love, it today makes you break down and yeah. go, oh my god, these people are important to me, and these people care about me because you know people drink for different reasons, and if you know whatever they're feeling, maybe they don't understand how other people feel about them or what their relationships are. Maybe that can be a thing that motivates them to go, all right, I do have an addiction to this. But do you think she should talk to her friend? Do you think she's that's in her place? I I I feel confident that it is in her place to figure out how to put an intervention together so you're saying straight on intervention and i'm not, and I'm not a, saying not it, a, i'm not like, saying it's I'm her place about you conversation sure i'm not saying it's her place i'm not saying it's her responsibility but the only reason i say i, I think she's you know because she says she's in complete denial and extremely defensive when the subject is even broached so i would say claire here has tried that and maybe other friends have been like oh, yeah. hey we need to like talk and like really i think you might have a problem and then naturally as you would expect the person is like no i don't because you know sometimes they just can't see it or they're yeah. in, like she said you know a denial is a very strong like i like no, it a, isn't. A, a no it isn't dan denial is a very strong mm -mm, it yes isn't. it is no it's not you're doing it right now i'm not doing it you're right doing now. it right now. i'm not doing anything okay but it, the brain is powerful yeah fair. the brain can deny information if it wants to and so, and I think in this case, her brain is like, no, you're fine. You're and she believes that. But this is a friend of yours for 15 plus years. You have a good relationship. It's good enough to where you are concerned about this person, even after, you know, I am assuming countless times of having to babysit at the end of the night. That, you know, they haven't, that hasn't broken your friendship. You're still like, well, this that. person's a waste of time. I got to fucking get away from them. There's people that like, they clearly black out a lot, and you're like, I have nothing invested, and you just walk away from that's me. What that's asking, life. That's what I want to ask you, though, Rory. Yeah. What is, what is, like, when do you run out of rope? Like, what is the time where you go, you know what? It's been brought up. I tried to tell you. I've loved you for 15 years. Uh, I can no longer spend my nights being your babysitter. Take care. Yes, and, if, and also, uh, I always like to use this. I'm no longer reaching out to help you. My hand will still be open, but I'm no longer reaching out. If you ever get it figured out or you want to come around and work on it with somebody, you know where to find me. But I can't actively take a role in contributing to you living your life like this. Here's my non How long do you get, man? But here's my non-professional advice. I okay. think it's you got to think about how much you care. I don't know that that's an effective way to I'm not saying come to it a is, conclusion. but I just eventually she can't be this People girl's can fucking be babysitter I forever. I understand. Yeah, I'm but here's so in, in her specific question because I think there's a little mix of her going, "Do I walk away from this?" The fact that she's even asking, do I walk away from this, means that I don't know that you do. And I don't know that you take on all of this as your responsibility and the outcome of it being strictly on your shoulders, Claire. But I do think that 
it is worth talking to someone who is a uh, moderator or whatever who does you know organizes interventions oh, because everything that you are talking about 100% falls into the world of having an intervention i personally believe if you've tried to sit down and talk to her um individually and you've gotten no results i don't think like I, like you were saying if you didn't really know the person it's easier to go well then fuck off i'm here if you need me and maybe you don't care but if you do care but eventually you might get to that place anyway sure but she's not there yet i mean right. she's asking sure. right now like is this in my wheelhouse of something i should do I it seems to me that if you're writing this letter, you you care. You care 100%. enough. You care enough to at least give it a professional shot. You know, even you sitting down, Claire, and talking to her, that's not a professional. That's not like you know, that's just as well as asking me and Dan I know. <laughs> for us to solve the problem. But I, I think this particular situation falls in the hands, and there are many, 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 many people out there who know how to effectively facilitate an intervention that maybe can yield the best results. Not that it always works. It obviously doesn't. But I think you are in a situation to at least consult someone and be like, here's our situation. How do we do it? And then, you know, I can't tell you what happens after that. Like maybe she totally gives into the intervention and decides to go to rehab and get help or start acknowledging that she has a problem and turns her life around or maybe she is insulted by the intervention and doesn't even sit down and fucking just leaves because that happens too you know but i don't i don't claire might lose her i personally don't think claire is at the point where she just walks away i don't i don't think i don't think it it doesn't feel like that and it feels like their friendship is too deep i mean you're talking about 15 plus years of a friendship that's a very long time i'm thinking right now in my head of the people who i've been friends with in a close way for 15 plus years that I don't even see very often mm-hmm. in a heartbeat would be like, okay, yeah, we need to, if someone approached me and sure. goes, Hey, you didn't know this, but do you want to come to this intervention? I'd be like, yes, I would. Yes. Right. I'll do that. Right. Cause right now I would say at the start of my comedy career, that's that I'm looking at that right now. So yeah. someone said, Oh, so-and-so like, okay, yes, I yeah. have that relationship with them. I'll be there. It matters to me. It clearly matters to Claire. And yes, Claire does run the risk obviously of losing this relationship, but I think you're going to lose it anyways you unless your, you take your, this huge swing at this. Yeah. I think you have to. Your friend um, might lose their life. Your friend could lose their life, and then you'll just be like, ah, should I have done something? So there is a chance, I think, to actually do something and and know that the doing something maybe won't work and maybe won't lead to anything. But in my non-professional opinion, if I'm in Claire's shoes, I'm 100% reaching out to someone who organizes that's was, interventions that's or, or someone who does deal with addiction to say, what is my next move here? Because I care enough to make a next move. And I don't know how many moves I've got in my, in my system. Mm-hmm. I have my life too. I'm not, yeah. it's not selfish to care about yourself nope. uh, to a certain point. When you try, you tried. Uh, Claire has tried. And I think she's like, I'm willing to try a little bit more. So, Claire, you asked specifically, is this in my wheelhouse? You're scared for her health, and you don't know how to handle this. You're scared for her safety. She blacks out on a routine basis, which can lead to, you know, you're not with her all the time. Many dangerous Every time that she drinks, you're not with her. She could be with people who don't care about her who or don't know that she blacks out, and they walk away from a bar, and she's like, well, I'm going to have one more, and they don't even know, and then fucking she's out. Drives. And dri- one drives, walks, gets... Um, 
I mean, I feel like this is a situation where you someone could be raped or assaulted, uh, physically assaulted, robbed, beaten up, killed, murdered, abducted, hit by a, a hundred millions of awful things that can happen that aren't even directly related to just what the drinking alone is doing to her body. So, yes, you're you being concerned about all those things. It's not just like, oh, I want her to stop drinking because I'm tired of babysitting her. It's like, I don't want to go to her funeral or mm-hmm. I don't want her to be seriously harmed by someone or accidentally seriously harm and destroy someone else's life. Right. So it's I would say it's not necessarily in your wheelhouse, Claire, and it's definitely not your responsibility. But I think you, I'm sensing that you are curious as to what else you can do. And I think there's. There is more that you can do if you want to. It's not your job, but if I'm you, I'm going to talk to someone who organizes interventions yeah. for sure. And just maybe they'll just give you some guidance on how uh, to yes. talk to her. Maybe yeah. it won't be like yeah. you don't need to do a whole intervention at this point, but you do need – here's some good check-in questions. Yeah. There's a lot of people who have gotten uh, help like with alcohol just because someone in their life just asked them a few questions that they had never thought about. Yeah. And that then that made them kind of take inventory, which is a common practice in that and and taking that inventory put them on a better track. So I would say it is in I don't know if it's in your wheelhouse, that might just be a choice of words, but it is you are within your right to care about your friend enough to do something about it. Yeah. And I agree. I think our advice as as your pen pals our advice is reach out to a professional and follow a course of action there that is the best. And and you, no matter what, like you said, Rory, you're going to be able to say to yourself, I cared enough about that person to risk them being upset with yeah. me, to risk their Despite friendship. Despite the results. Because I, I, I didn't want to someday be standing in a... Next to a headstone saying, I wish I had said something. I wish I had done something. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if they go, fuck off, I'm never talking to you ever again. Okay. You know, you can't, you can, you can, there is, there is a point where you can only do so much. Right. And the, and if you feel like you did all you could do, I think you'll feel better about it. It won't make you feel better about the fact that you lost a friend, either just and know, I would emotionally, say, but possibly forever lost them because something happened. But you will at least feel better knowing you did something and or tried to do something. And right? I would say... When you do talk to your friend, don't come at a place of greater intelligence or because you're right. Come from a place of you care and and make that the thing. You know, we talked about relationships starting out with like, do you want to do this? Make the thing be like, everything I'm about to say to you, friend of mine that drinks a lot, is only because I care. And keep that, that because that's the only thing you really can come from. Don't be like, I know better than you. You're in the wrong. All those things might be true, but Keep it on the fact that you're just doing this because you care. Yes, a hundred percent. All right, I feel um, good. I yeah, but again, you know, seek professional advice. Um, God, we made that so funny. That was such a funny way that it doesn't we interpreted have to be, it. Doesn't have to be, dude. You know, I'm just kidding. Do you want to do a saga run? Saga. How many? Saga. We're gonna just build saga. How many? Saga. 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 Saga, 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 saga! The last one. God, gonna, I hope people did they're it. They're gonna get kicked off the train. Good. They deserve it. <laughs> Anyone who loves us deserves horrible things. <laughs> oh, dude, what if we get Saga the band to sponsor the show? We will. Okay. We will. 
and Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, it's still out there. Hey, if anyone's friends with Michael Keaton, hit us up. Yep. Claire, <laughs> thanks for your letter. Sincere- also, if you are Michael Keaton, also hit us up. Yeah, yeah, hit us up. Yeah. Uh, sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.